Mailbag Preview Show, episode 282, joined by Jack Dickens and Rob Scurry. Rob, your favourite horse. He's climbed the mountain. He's done it. What was that like? Oh, it, was, it was exciting. Um, yeah, I, I gave a bit of a cheer for him. Um, brought the three on this week. I've, I've actually backed him to win more, and you know we had the exactor going. And at the three hundred, I thought you know I was counting it, patting myself on the back. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, the, the question mark is on the top three year olds out of that. And think about it, is the best horse in Australia, Jack Dickens. I think in secret it's probably a better run than that horse in that race. Um, but you do you. Real no. Um Yeah, full credit to our man too. I saw him yeah, on five to eight post race or maybe channel seven, whatever I was watching. Um yeah. Good on him. Well, it turns out one of our owners is actually and think about it as well. Never knew, he never passed it on. Um until I saw him listed as an owner on on a graphic on Facebook, so congratulated him yesterday. So. Well, for every you know, unfortunately, there's also another subscriber. Uh, shout out Nick, who got the prospectus to think about it and didn't get back to them quick enough. So, you know, I guess Jono, you know, yeah. when you're selling a horse, you got to be quick, got to get in there. Sorry, That's Nick. right, indeed. Um, our tips from last <laughs> week. That's pretty grim. <laughs> That, that would be very disappointing. Yeah. Um, I'm the only one that came through with the winner, so hence why I pushed <sighs> it up so early in the show. Um, Adam, I am in the Legado uh, Labonte silks. They've, they've got you back yeah. in Europe. Uh, look, mate, I actually just looked up and I saw wherever we were, Hastings race four, and I kind of went, oh, this is going to be Jono's tip. And then I actually found it in the run, and then I wanted to be on it and never was. And, um, you know, I was happy for you. Yeah, <laughs> annoyed. Annoyed it's myself. Happy for everyone. Well, it's um that was a special conditions maiden, and they've put it as second favorite to Le, Legato for our four year old Caraca race. So, update me on the pots, baby. Forty seven percent for me, sixty four percent for you, seventy one percent for Rob. So we're we're all thereabouts. Um, well, I'm gonna look look. Uh, to Caulfield for my best bet. Um, I wonder if you guys can guess what it is. Oh, if you're not first, you're last. Um, I'll figure it out when we roll through a couple of them. All right, we'll have we'll have a look at a couple of races at Randwick. It's a pretty average card, um, especially after last week. Um, so we'll just have a look at races seven, eight, and nine. There, uh, race seven, the an open handicap over a mile. Cepheus. Uh, who you backed last start, Rob, was a was a good winner last start. Now goes up 61 kilos, Nash to Aaron Bullock. Any thoughts? Yeah. Any thoughts there? Well, yeah, that's that's a worrying jockey switch, especially when Nash gave this horse a 10 out of 10 ride to just get there. And poor old uh, Pete with the captain's pick was very stiff with um, the, the thing that was second in the race. It might have been Cody. Cody Healy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This looks near impossible. Uh, I just want to wait till I, I, I get there. Sorry, punters. You know, Stockman will probably be in the numbers, but he needs 2,000 and a wet track. But, yeah, just a bunch of sort of um, Saturday horses lining up here over, you know, some of them are suited by distance, some are not. We haven't talked about the track. Rails five metres. Um, I think one out, one back would be about perfect. Um, they'll run quick times again. 
Uh, we won't see a good two, though, Jack. Any opinion this race? Well, we won't get a good two ever again, even if we got a good two. Oh, we um, almost had a um, maiden horse breaking the track record on a, on a good four the other day at Warwick Farm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, full credit to it. Uh, must be the next Winks. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, fascinated by the narrative. Like, sounds like Everest is one of the great days of all time. And full credit to racing in New South Wales. But there's a lot of people who like to kick racing Victoria and hammer them because they don't happen at Everest. But, you know, we're going to have racing on free to air tonight. Um, we're going to have a, a glorious day at Caulfield on Saturday. But I just, I get frustrated a bit with the comparison and the criticism of. Victoria at the moment. It's starting to do my head in a bit, Rob. And I just think that it's a good thing that Racing New South Wales have sort of picked up their feet and are providing better days racing to complement the premium stuff down here in Victoria. Yeah, I mean, back to that <laughs> race seven. Yeah, you got Aaron Bullock on the favourite or and Andrew Edkins on the second favourite. So that could be, um, yeah. Well, most of the big jockeys down in Vic on Saturday, yeah? Hmm. Yep. J Mac, Kieran, Hugh. Who else? Whitclough. Whitclough first up would be my pick there. Jay Collett. Mate, I was just looking at that weirdly. Um, yeah, Whitclough maybe. Put it in the quarter. <laughs> that reminded me of. Sorry, you cut out, mate. You've gone mute on us. Me? No, no, no. You're good, Jack. Sorry, that's raw. All right, next race. Come on. Race eight, the five diamonds prelude for a million dollars. Here we go. Converge. Rob, you're saying that's uh you're done with it? it was never really my horse, Roly Poly, son of Frankel. Um needs him to need a wet track um to do his best. He's weighted up to his best here, and um, he hasn't been producing it. Um, Democracy Manifest gets back, runs on, um, and Coda Healy was, the, was, you know, was a flashing light run last start. He's probably going to be favourite, you'd think. Um, but I think Water goes, you know, we we're on the. He's one of the most improved horses, probably outgraded. Same, we're not sure what the ceiling is on Altivo. Uh, his run the other day was decent. He's ticking along really nicely. I like the way he's hitting this third up, and despite him. Being unsuited at the weights, um, I think he'll run a big race. What about Altivo, Rob? That's the horse I was talking about. You're not listening. I thought you said. I thought you were talking about Water Goes. No, first I said Water Goes, and then I said Altivo. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Didn't I? I've had me three coffees here, this morning. I still haven't got me going. Yeah, well, but I'm saying Altivo is is the horse we, we don't have a limit on, and the way it's been parading, I couldn't have it first first up at Randwick at all. Um, told the old man as such. Uh, I thought he'd improve nicely uh, second up when not given the best ride. I think it's it's fair to say. Um, Zach oh, Lloyd slaughtered. Yeah. Okay. And he's he's going to be close to top, and he's going to be he's going to look one of the best. He's going to be in the numbers for sure, and he's not suited at the weights, but he, he'll run top four. I like Altevo. I think he's ready. I think he's a good horse. Big raps on him from um, the horse whisperer himself very early on. Maybe maybe even the dam found it at Newcastle, if my memory serves me correct. So, um, correct. I'm an Altevo man, and I think yeah. or next, and that $10. Don't have to overthink it. 
All right. Race nine, is there is there any horses worth talking about in this race? This looks like an absolute dartboard job here. No. Rob, is mm. there any that you wanted to touch on? Well, it look, looks unsuited here, but Cisco Bay goes well at Randwick. Um, it seems to be, you know, one of those old world horses got better as it's got older. Um, no idea, man. It looks like a dartboard job is right. Yeah, very uninspiring Randwick card to me. Um, yeah, let's move let's on. Let's go to Caulfield. Caulfield. Randwick's a dot ball on Saturday, let's be honest. If you're not mm. getting Rob's many out mail, you've got rocks in your head. Um, if you're going to try and pick that apart on your own, I respect that you're having a crack at it yourself. But if you love cash, uh, I'll just invest a little bit in Rob's information in the mailbag.com.au and um, bet with confidence for 10 of the best there at Royal Randwick. G'day guys, we picked up another horse at Mailbag Bloodstock and this time we're partnering and we're going to do this moving forward with Mickey Gannon, who uh, I think is an outstanding judge and a better bloke. Uh, he's from TRA uh, and we've picked up Miss Uchatel. Ucatel. Miss Ucatel, yeah, looks four-year-old mare, absolutely um, doing her best work late. Um, Campbell Grange last start, formerly trained by uh, Team Hawks, now heads to um, Gay and Adrian, uh, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot for a low flying. We've seen what they've done with plenty of runners uh, from other stables like the Hawaii Five-O, Alligator Blood, they've absolutely turned them into superstars. No uh, certainty here, but uh, look, she was doing her best work late from Barrier 9 at that, that run, and um, She's just been ridden back, and I'd be really keen to see what young Gay and Adrian can do with her. He'd be more forward well, it'd be run. the first horse ever trained that didn't go forward, so yeah. I, I doubt we don't go forward on her. I'm really excited to have a horse with Gay and Adrian. It's our first horse in Melbourne Bloodstock that we've sent that way. Uh, two of her four runs, this, this mare, yeah. has broken the class benchmark comfortably on the punningform.com.au data, so she's a, a moral to win a maiden, uh, and we anticipate improvement with her, not just tactically, but just as she furnishes a little bit more. Um, really, really excited. If you want to find out more PDS pending, please contact Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au and come and race a horse with me, Mickey Gannon, Mailbag Bloodstock, Gay and Adrian. Yeah, good. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bot. Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au. particular races you want to touch on jack or uh anything you want let's go we'll do right. three max let's go you pick them uh and I'll, I'll do my best to dribble about them all right let's go race seven eight nine as well then starting with the trist stark race seven group two for mares great little race uh speed uh of course that hasn't saved you dirty little girl Stand by. You've got the Kiwi in there while you're loading that up. The Kiwi that was yeah. the gates. And being supported, John, uh, I think Road to Arataki will lead comfortably. Called I will kick from five and be sort of first four. Skew whiff. I've got Coffin potentially lead, but probably yeah. Coffin from two. Siest, Mangeek, um, worse than midfield, midfield. Uh, Waltz on by thereabouts. Shuffle Dancer and Wallenby. 
maybe some some intent from wide draws. I think Revolutionary Miss will have to go back with Madame Pomeroy, who probably shows some intent from one because it's a Waller horse inside, but I don't know how close it can get to the, like the sort of front half of this field. Uh, four hundred meter race. I'm leaning at this early stage. Obviously, I could, you, you should, and I would too. Change my position by race seven. But as we sit here on a Friday morning, I'm leaning to horses forward of midfield off the three meter rail at Caulfield. Um, but not a severe bias by any stretch. Um, but it is a three meter rail. They raced in the twelve meter on Wednesday, so uh, you do what you want with that. I really, really, really like right to Arataki here. Um, some of the bravest runs of all time, this preparation, a good horse with good form uh, littered throughout its career. Um, but this, if we just focus on this uh, preparation alone, um, first up, $13, nibbled um, good, short of its best, 1,200 metres, Caulfield behind Benedetta and Parasal. Um that was a like a two-horse war, and uh, this horse was good. It beat Cess McGeek. I can't pronounce that horse's name, and I apologise. John, do you want to just articulate that name? Well, we talked about it when Pete came on. That was his best bet. I think it's Say Magic. Say Magic. It beat Say Magic that day. Um, Say Magic had a – I'm pretty confident had a better SP than it, though. Um, so yeah. you can you can sort of – yeah, seven fifty versus $13, but that's sort of what you're dealing with now, um, relative prices. The, the the next start, it was on speed in the Amelia's Jewel Race, which was an incredibly windy day at Flemington, and you could not win not one horse led, led and won. So you can forgive that performance and just get the fitness out of it. It then went to Flemington again and was enormous, I thought. It was um, not suited, slaughtered, three wide, no cover, and brave. It was good. Uh, that was behind Life Lessons and the, the Sydney horse, Rob, Princess Grace, Princess Grace started $5, $6 versus Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood, which is the best group one weight for age form in Australia at this point in time. Um, so, like as we've always said, Robbie, you can create a narrative to, to sort of suit your uh, decision you've already made, and that's my narrative for the decision I've made to back road to Arataki. I love Dan Yendall. I think he's undervalued by the market, and uh, this horse will roll forward and get every single possible chance to win. The other horse I am going to spec in this race and be on is number nine, Call Die, Tim Clark off, Blake Shin on. Um, daughter of Samantha Miss, if you don't mind, uh, for – I was going to say something, but I won't um, – for a Sydney trainer. Uh, it will be, um, I think, I think it'll show some intent from five and just sort of sit there. Nash, uh, Blake loves intent. Uh, I, I think fourth up, ready to do something nice. The only chink is it's never gone this way, except for a Sandown Lakeside performance in a group two where it was a really solid effort from, from, um, well worse than midfield. So that was on the, the second of the 25th of February this year. Um, it was a good run, I thought, in a good race. Started five, five dollars roughly there. Um, they're the two horses I quite like in this race. It's a race full of chances. I am petrified of the horse that I can't pronounce. Um, Mick D six. Yeah. It was a big steamer, Peter. If Peter liked it, it's a good bet, Pete. Uh, because it was like fives into three sixty mm. to beat Star Patrol. Uh, that was the day Trooper Missile was uh just ambling up outside on one of the great barrier trials of all time, triple missile that day. Um, go and watch that replay. Interesting stuff. Um, yeah, that's how I see race seven, boys. Anything to add there, Rob? 
Sydney horses all seem to be kind of a little bit chinky, to use a Mark Lambert uh, term. Um, any of them winning wouldn't surprise me, maybe other than Revolutionary Myth. Um, Call Dies is growing into itself. It's always a sort of a rangy thing, and, you know, the bit of time it's improving. Um, you know, I'll be surprised if Madame Pomeroy doesn't take um, Jackson's eye. It's a, it's a big, strong thing, but mm. how well is it going? Not sure. Does it need a wet track? Likely. And the, the horse we've neglected, or I've neglected a little bit, Scoo If John. What's your read on it? Good horse. Won a, won a group one before it went over your way, obviously. New Zealand group one. Kiwi group one. Group one. Um, well, Woollen Will, Buyer's been one of the service's favourite horses up until, you know, Newcastle, where I thought it was a bit disappointing. But um, she's been one of mine um, for a long time. She was a sort of a... Warwick Farm winner on a on a on a public holiday might have might have been Boxing Day or something. Anyway, moving on. Perfect. Can't see Skewer running poorly anyway. Um, race eight, the Munga, fourteen hundred meter, Group Three. Um, I don't like this race. Um, Buffalo River and Nunthorpe, the speed. Nunthorpe's coming off two back-to-back birthdays, um, just completely and utterly blessed in run, last two starts. Fender forward, climbing star, Times Square, the fortune teller, maybe some intent. Uh, I've still got our TiVo in. It's probably scratched by now, has it? It's not there. No, it's gone. Uh, of course, we're concerned, Mr. Maestro and Ungawa from one out the back. Um, I think Ungawa's going super, uh, really, really well. Uh, but just again finds a tricky map and set up for it. I, I don't want to be near Nunthorpe or Buffalo River, but they tick a lot of boxes map wise, and this just looks to be not a lot of pressure again. Um, it's a it's a race that I've got zero interest in uh, after doing a fair bit of work on. Um, I think if you're playing at home and you want to have a bet, though, one angle could be if Nunthorpe or Buffalo River come out, back the other one because they're just going to get a complete birthday again in front and uh, go very well. I've got a lot of time for uh, Climbing Star as a horse, and it is going to get a really nice run here on Saturday, but it's not a race I have a confident view in. Rob, all good then? Yeah, mate. No, uh, Umgawa, half to a mailbag bloodstock. You haven't got that in yet, John. Come on, let's <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, come on, John. There's actually an update just come through right now, which I can't wait to listen to once There's we get off this. I'll be jumping out again next week. Um, Umgawa couldn't be going any... Well, it needs to get its nose in front, but, geez, it's been close on a few occasions this prep, isn't it? Yeah, I'd just love to see it has drawn four here. Um, hmm. Always seems to be a big price, Umgawa. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's like I love Harry Coffee, but you know, like this preparation has had Brad Rewilla, Billy Pin, Heffel, Coffee, Coffee, three quarters, three quarters, Coffee. Like I would if it big thick rider on, you know, I get a little bit more lead in the pencil, but um. Yeah, it's just not a setup that I don't think. I don't think it's a profitable setup the way this race looks like it's going to unfold. All right. The big one, race nine, the Caulfield Cup. I think this is where Rob's uh, Rob's best comes in, is it? Yeah, mate. does. All right. We'll get Jack to go through the map and then uh, then you can sneak in with yours. Caulfield Cup. 
one of Australia's most prestigious and historic races. What a day, what a race. Uh, Rob, what are some of your favourite Caulfield Cup winners? I was there in uh, 92, mannerism. Um, we actually lost on the day, but it's just great theatre, great drama. I, I know we lost, but um, the Vianna Cross went, you know, talk about swiping the key card at Caulfield Station. Castletown ran third. Um, you know, I was there in Might and Power as an 18-year-old, you know, when I, or I was 17, um, when it won by seven. It's on Doremus. Uh Japanese are involved with my favourite Caulfield Cups. Um, had a, a good result with Murder Glass. Um, yeah, Murder Glass. That's the one I was, I was on the uh, preview last night. I couldn't remember that horse. That's Well, possibly the biggest EV ever to be offered on a Victorian race track was in 06 when uh, Delta Blues went round at over 100 to 1 on the tote. Uh, three wide in the breeze. Kicking up, box it on, box it on, ran third, uh, beating it. Un, I think it's half a length, or you know, was that was that beaten by Admir Rakti? No, no, that was a few years on. Um, that was my best result ever. We we we, we backed him and we got the first four with uh, Brambles uh, getting in for mm. for fourth there. Which Brambles, is, uh, interesting. Yeah. You mentioned that, John. Uh, we've actually got the three quarter sister to Brambles, a Savaville filly, uh, beautifully bred on the glorious, just juicy. Nutritious pastures of the New Zealand countryside um, currently reside. I'm excited about that. Excited about that filly. Um, given time with a breed that needs to be given time. Mm. Good luck to all those involved. Anyway, Indeed. back to the race. For me, um, there's a Japanese horse here. So, so basically, yeah. Should we just let's let Rob finish and let's just all comfortably assume that. Um, which has been his strategy by the sound of that for the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, is there a Japanese runner? And if so, uh, what number is it, please? <laughs> it's number three. <laughs> uh, with Damien Lane. It's called Breakup. Um, there was also Eye Popper. He ran, ran, ran a hole. Oh, there. yeah. I, I, he was well backed in the Melbourne Cup. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but when we, did we have one last year in the race? Like, have we had one since Admiracti won? I <sighs> Yeah, didn't Murder Del Mar win Murder Glass, whatever? Murder yeah. Glass. That was after Admirac, but we've had nothing since. I don't since know. Murder Glass. I don't know. You're oh, the historian looks... in this group. Well, the stats read pretty well for Japanese horses in this race. I'd agree with that. That's hard to. It's hard to knock. Um, yeah, the Orientals seem to be a little bit tougher, and just just love Caulfield, don't they? Yeah, I just just. The best bred staying horses in the world. So we're just on breakup. Is that it? Oh, look, I'm worried about the Jamie Spencer horse, um, but I think it looks like a three, three or three horse race sort of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I like breakup. I like West Wind blows. Uh, I think you have to respect who you are, male, a little bit. Sulcombe's flying uh, without a fight. Don't like that it missed the Turnbull. Um, it's a bit about that. Um, gold trip. What do you do with gold trip? Because there's two ways to view this. It's just it's going better than ever, and might just kick their heads in. Mm-hmm. Oh, they weren't going to run. They are going to run. You can sort of grow yourself up into whichever position you want to take, and 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 sort of live and die by that. Uh, well, I feel it on that. Sorry? Zara suspended. 
I think he might have already taken another ride. Oh, without a fight. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not sure though. Yeah. No, I think. Um, yeah. Montefilia interests me. I think she's going much better this time, like this this year than she was this time last year. Um, she has a superior trainer, I think, in my opinion, this time. Um, she's got a decent record in this race. She's drawn reasonably. Um, she would not surprise. Um, United Nations probably should have won last Saturday at 101 in this race now. Um, if it won, probably looking at 50s. Uh, then there's a couple of gay bots that are just going to be hard to stop. It's a really, really good race. I think full credit, honestly, to the uh, MRC for for the this race because it was, I think, in danger of dropping off, and it's now it's a beastie. What a race! And then you got like emissary who I think was placed in the Melbourne Cup last year, Francesco Guardi, who was a big spruik this time last year. Um, it's Uncle Chris, you know. W- would it surprise you, Rob, if Francesco Guardi just jumped out of its skin here? Wouldn't do a very, me. do a very, do a very elegant. We just, and just... we just write to each other, uncle, uncle thing yeah. you know, in our little chat groups. Yeah. That's all yeah. it would be. It would all make sense. Um, I think it's a phenomenal race. Nonconformist, I think most might have started twelve or thirteen dollars two years ago on a Caulfield Cup. So fantastic race. Uh, not a race I have a view on as to bet into. Uh, I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed to just sort of doing the scurry here and just going, what numbers Japanese horse, please, sir? Yeah, I'll have 55 each way on that. Thank you. Well, what's the lucky number? I don't know the lucky number. Isn't it 22, the builder, the master builder? <laughs> but there's no 22 here. Yeah, I don't know. Great race. Um, really can't wait to watch it. I don't know how much I'll be betting on it. Jono, what are you doing? It's a big race. You can you should be tipping this too. I was just having a little look through. I hadn't had a proper look till now, but also, Johnny, you realize if breakup wins, we almost have to start the season afresh on the pot on the Mailbag preview show <laughs> pot championship because Scary will be hard to catch. What's a pain? Why won't it? Well, you haven't spoken about the um thing I'm most worried about. This West Wind blows. No, I I I, I thought I mentioned that second. I, I think that's going to be really yeah. hard to beat. I think it's drawn perfectly. It'll get a much better run than it got in the Turnbull. The Turnbull's a really good form reference for this race. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like, you know, I I spend all week looking at horses. I know everything about. I know how they trial before they debut. I know how this jockey rides that way. That barrier. I know how this trainer sets them up. Or I've got a confident view on that whereas these horses I'm just guessing and that's why I don't have a firm confident view to bet or well, you to know, suggest a bet you know why I've got a confident view to bet on break up it's just because in Japan they go quick and this this horse is is going to go forward and we don't usually go quick so mm. yeah that that's enough and that's that's form for me in staying races if you can sort of run it you know what do they do you know low 11s all the way around mm. for, for, for a furlong. What level of horse is break up in Japan? Uh, the, he runs in the top races. The fourth in the Tenno show. His, his form reads seven lengths off um, a beast known as Equinox in his last start. That's the best horse in the world. So why won't it start favourite? Um, I'm, I'm so excited to hear, wait, hear from Jackson on the parade. Um, you know, it, it could go to pieces, but um, there has been a one or two kind of crazy horses from Japan come 
over the years of one in Sydney, which went really close to Winks, which is like their sort of group, a group three horse um, loomed up on Winks there in our last race. Anyone remember its name? No. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Tommy Berry Road towards the yeah. end. Uh, in the murder glass colours. Kluger? Kluger, that was it. Kruger or Kluger? Yeah, Kluger. Well, yeah. Sonia. Sonia. Um, anyway. Yeah, all right. Anything else? Moving on? All right, no, that'll do. Um, get to the good stuff. Trentham, race four. Number six, fashion shoe. For the... I think before we start, race four Trentham will be on at what time for people watching in Sydney and Melbourne? 12.07. 12.07. So set your alarm mm. for 12.05. Mm. Watch them. Watch them. Are they got jumping out of the gates or for rope? Uh, the gates this time, yeah. Um, yep. It is so called Hunter's full, full Graveyard. Or the, little, the little three-quarter Kiwi number gates? No, we've got the proper ones now. I think we've yep. got ones everywhere, which is nice. Um Trentham, the punter's graveyard, they call it. Uh, race six, fashion shoot for the Mark Walker, Sam Burgesson, Tiaka team. Nice Savabil mare. Um, one first up really nicely. Has trialled since. Stays at the 1,200. Naranjan Palmer, very good uh, jockey that gets in a bit of trouble too. He doesn't ride too often, but he's very good when he's there. Uh, rides and uh, hopefully we'll be winning. I think it's about two dollars seventy. We'll, we'll take that and just keep okay. climbing our way back while we're no, taking nine dollar shots. And I might just start take for for the New South Wales service. Just start taking your your best bet. I think it might be a good play for me before this goes out. You know, so I can steal the odds. Sorry, punters. Um, uh, Scary, yeah. just to confirm, your best bet's going to be the yeah breakup. Break up. I just imagine that the smugness when hitting the chat group when that just just leads and just kicks and wins. It's going to be unbearable. <laughs> and Jack, are you going to back Spacewalk in race six too? By the way, uh, it won very well at Warwick Farm first up. Didn't know it was running. Yeah, we'll we'll likely be on Lofty Strike. Will probably be hard to bet. Oi, they, they seem look like they should be close together in the market to me. But he's got six kilos, so I can see why. My best, Caulfield, race one, number two, Brave Mead. Mm. Went down at the valley a couple of weeks ago. I saw I saw her up here. She ran in Sydney. She looked like a really nice filly to me um, at a Brave Smash. Mm. A buy Brave Smash. Right, you, you know where Brave Smash comes from? Yeah, Chaffins. The land of the rising sun. There's always a, there's always someone. Yeah, you've got to tie it back. The yeah. best culture in the world. Japanese, Assange. We're all fucked. <laughs> off world, world War Three's around don't, the corner. Don't make me cut the end of this. Yeah, let's not cut the end of the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Um, congratulations on last Saturday night too, by the way, Rob. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about Miss Uchitel uh, before we have to cut the show again. Pronounce the horse properly, please, too, if you could, John. I think it's Miss Yucatel. Miss Yucatel. Yeah. Um, we've purchased off uh, Wayne, John, and Michael Hawks and have sent the written tycoon mare to Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. 
Uh, we opened it up yesterday, I believe, John, and there is um, really good interest. So if you are keen to get involved with our first horse with Gay and Adrian, uh, I'd do so pretty promptly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a reasonable priced horse that I'm really confident will uh, take care of a maiden and then hopefully we'll progress on from there. Um, but we really like what we've seen uh, to date. Um, love where she's coming from. She would have been really well um, sort of raised and pushed along and, and uh, happy, 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 excited to see what we can do with this horse with, um, I think, the most informed joint in New South Wales. Leading the Metro Premiership in uh, in New South Wales at the moment. So. Unbelievable. Mm. Thought, I saw Neil Payne on uh, on Wednesday. I had, had a chat to him the first time. Lovely, amazing bloke. Um operation wow it's we, we're back in the early 2000s again it's, it's, it's amazing how, how they're they're dominating they're flying mm. um yeah. on a bloodstock so if, if you are interested jono j-o-n-o at the mailbag.com.au indeed and lazy susan runs today and moe back to moe where she's the the track and trip i believe world record holder for that track and trip <laughs> Yeah. Well, no one else in the world has run faster <laughs> over that track and trip at Maui than she has. That is so, true. Um, we own her, we love her, and we can't wait to see her go around this afternoon with Bo Merton's Group 1 Bow in the saddle uh, for Jesus Gavin Bedgegood. And we also, John, uh, did a little bit of business and have one running around in the last. We weren't the ones to knock off that price either for Danusta. Mm. Or Danistar for some. I like to call it Danusta. Um, it's trained by Kieran and Dave of Kieran Ma Racing. Um, we will have uh, a very tiny amount of shares available in that horse um, at, in probably the back end of next week. Um, but at this stage, it'll basically be raced by Mailbag Bloodstock and uh, one John Hainer. Um, if you're interested again in that horse, um, PDS pending. Contact Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au, but it could be a double at Maui on a Friday. I mean, how else can you handle Maui other than just sending fast horses to it? Because good luck trying to bet on it. Touch of uh, Graham, your LeBroy there about your Danusta. Mm, Danusta. She's been well back this morning too, Lazy Susan. So she should be. If she doesn't start favourite, I'd be I would be very surprised. Uh she 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 absolutely assaulted the class benchmarks. It was a really, really big debut for us. This track and trip uh ticks a lot of boxes I look for when when I'm betting. And I look forward to actually getting through that race properly uh once we finish this. And uh hoping that the early bet I had was a sound one. All right. Perfect. That'll do us then. Good luck. Off it. Enjoy the weekend.